1: listening to the Rodent Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm subbing in today from Mad Attack. We are in the studio with No Swoon, um, who are playing at Pianos Wednesday for the New Colossus kickoff party. Um, Hey, guys. Hey, hey. hey. Thanks for for coming here. I am super psyched to talk with you guys tonight.
0: Yeah, we're excited to be here.
1: Cool. Um, So we're here with Tasha and Zach. From the band, so you guys are self-described as dream pop, shoegaze, new wave, post-punk. <laughs> so, you guys are definitely a New York band. Um, that's also the vibe I got from listening to the music um, and kind of just learning a bit more about you guys, seeing uh, kind of where you guys have been playing and um, what have you got. What you guys, sorry, <clears throat> I've been doing basically since 2015, 16, out of New York. So. Mm-hmm. You know, when I listen to this stuff um, and the the songs off your first EP, you know, I hear a bit of Beach House. I hear um, some yeah, yeah, yeahs, even if I don't know if that's, like, totally a direct thing, if oh, I'm just tripping. It. But yeah. there is, like, an energy to it that is pretty rock and roll. And I hear a lot of different 90s influences, like... Um, and uh, it makes sense, sort of, with the shoegaze vibe. So can you guys sort of... Tell us um, kind of what both of you, what your backgrounds are, um, and what you were doing until uh, the time you guys met and kind of started the band, and tell us a bit more about that.
2: Yeah. So uh, we met at school at Berkeley in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was doing a lot more, like, acoustic folk stuff. uh uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, and I was working on an EP of my own and met Zach who is an incredible bass player and also wrote some really beautiful strings for that record um, or EP rather so we worked on that in 2013 and yeah we were continuing it once we got to New York in 2014 but wasn't really vibing something wasn't feeling right Mm kind of needed a change the wave
0: Um, of Indie folk and crashed. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or had peaked without us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, so we just decided to do something totally different. Mm -hmm. Um, And even with my acoustic folk stuff. Different for me. Well, yeah, different for you. (laughs) I still listen to a lot of, of, like, Beach House, a lot of 80s new wave bands. Uh Zach was very different.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I listen to exclusively jazz and classical music for the bulk of my my life
1: wow wow see you know i wouldn't have necessarily assumed that
0: yeah i i I try to keep it on the the dl for this Uh for this project Uh but uh but yeah that's that i was home for for most of my my life
1: Uh, and so you uh yeah tell us a bit more about like Kind of what your background is in jazz and classical, and um, kind of what what uh, you were doing, uh, kind of up until Berkeley, I guess.
0: Through th- through Berkeley, I mean that, that's what I studied at, yeah. at Berkeley, and okay. and, and, and it's still okay. music that I that I play and and still stuff that I that I do.
2: Okay. He's really good, and he has a really good jazz album, but he doesn't tell anybody about it. Uh-huh. That might <laughs> tell <be> us. True. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, i i i put out a, a record under my name uh, uh just about a year ago okay uh record is called river run uh it's in the world all right you, you can go listen to it <laughs> bye so there
1: by yeah, Zach.
0: Zach Neslepet. River uh, okay. Run. You'll you'll find it. All right, cool. But yeah, so I I I did I did that. I, I did the conservatory thing, studied with people in Boston Symphony and oh. whatever. Oh, okay. uh, but then slowly, I I just started to kind of be intrigued by and learn uh, synthesis, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what pulled me into this sort of indie world. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And that's sort of the, the the main the main thing that I'm brought to like the early writing stages that ended up being the E P. Okay. Uh, so yeah.
1: you would say um, that kinda came with the the kind of arranging side of, of, of music, the synthesis? Was it because you were kind of working with other other bands and, and sort of or or on, on records and that came into play? Was it part of sort of something that you were kind of listening to how how did that come about
0: yeah i i i, I think it, it came largely from a- ambient music mm-hmm. uh brian Eno, uh that that world and uh-huh. diving into synthesis through that or like daniel lanois uh-huh, uh-huh. uh sort of more like production driven instrumental music Okay. that is a fairly close kin to what i was doing in in the jazz world there's like a fair large swath of overlap between the two mm-hmm. um and then that it it's a it's a quick uh downward slope to to a band like beach house or yeah. or, or shoegaze yeah. yeah. uh and then you know you, you look up and you're in a new york indie rock band yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you go. don't know what happened yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's no that's cool and i guess it you know it's cool that you guys sort of met at a place in time that sort of uh where you guys met but you kind of going to new york kind of ch- you know looked at things a bit differently and although
0: for for mm-hmm. tasha I, I, it has to be more la than new york yeah
2: i uh, mean well it's funny because i for the most part played a lot of acoustic folk stuff and wrote more singer-songwriter stuff but i grew up listening to bauhaus and love and rockets and all these 80s new wave and post-punk bands joy division and uh during Mm -hmm. the (laughs) when like the club scene started getting big but it was more indie rock so so, like yeah yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i loved them um you know when the clubs were actually playing that and like the white stripes i was I was all in there. In yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about like yep.
1: 2007? Yeah, that's that's. I, yeah. I, I feel you there. Oh yeah. I think I think, and you know, it's funny because I feel like <clears throat> you do hear a lot of it coming back, mm-hmm. especially on this radio station. But um, I think you know, I you know, growing up with you know MTV Two yeah. um, Killers <laughs> like Franz Ferdinand, all of that sort of um was a, a, a weird thing to witness because it's so re- retro but yeah. at the same time um had all these new indie labels popping up that mm-hmm. were kind of a part of it and that today sort of are the li- li- remaining living souls you know yeah. in, in Brooklyn so um
2: fun fun fact i actually danced with the singer uh, Franz Ferdinand once, oh. and he, <laughs> in San Alex Francisco, so, I think it was the singer. Up, he was like DJing at some club in San Francisco. My oh, friend wow. Leslie and I went, and he like came down and was dancing with everyone. And he'll never I mean, know that it was me, but I know it was him. So <laughs> I could that. I, 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 I would have done that.
1: I, I would have done the same thing. Um, yeah, and I can, I, you know, when you know, I can hear sort of. I guess some of that post-punk and, and what you guys do. So let's let's play another song. Uh, let's play Gold He Said, cool. uh, which is the, the second single you guys released. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So let's just play that, and uh, we'll follow it up with Still, which uh, I think is the last of the singles you released from the EP. Am I right? Uh, the
2: that first, was the first, actually. The, the first, first Sorry, yeah, I got yeah. it backwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was... There are only three, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll we'll finish with Still, which was the first. And we just played Blame the Messenger uh, by No Swoon from the EP1. Mm -hmm. So guys, check this out. Gold, he said, by No Swoon now on Radio Free Brooklyn. Listening to the Rodent Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, we have No Swoon in the studio. Thanks for coming, guys. Um, we just heard their song, Still, um, first of three songs off their first EP. So, um, the official release for the EP was this summer. Mm-hmm. This,
0: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this past summer.
1: Um, so, it's... it's. A, 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 not boring EP to listen to. All the songs Thank are you. always really catchy. Um, there's always something to kind of focus on. Um, so how was it put together?
2: Hmm, good question. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, so it started back in 2016 um, with Zach and I. We went back to California, um, to my hometown, and started just writing some new music uh, that was super different from the folk music we were doing. Um, and yeah, which basically turned into Still. That was the first song we ever wrote together it, for this group, actually.
0: I, our, our early history, I, I think, can be traced by the different guitars that tasha owned and the different <laughs> synthesizers that i own yeah. okay
2: so what is the evolution <laughs> oh my
0: goodness so t- tasha went to went to la to be on the west coast for a while mm-hmm. uh uh-huh. and i bought uh, one monosynth um and then i i went out there it? i i still have that one that's the only one that i've, uh-huh. I've kept it's the ms20 mini okay uh, so I I went out to L.A. and we started working on some stuff and concurrently uh, learning Ableton. And at at this point, we're still using Ableton Light, the like yeah. free uh, one. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah. God, it's so bad. Yeah, uh, hey, you can,
3: you can only up. have like four
1: tracks or something. Yep. Not yeah. Even. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: it's... So so it looked like us in a room uh, where I was playing. Synthesizer, Tasha was playing guitar and singing, and we had like a drum loop oh, that yeah, we had okay. programmed, and we wrote a number of songs in this way enough to tour actually from West Coast to East Coast as we were moving back to New York.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, what did that tour look like in terms of the?
0: Oh, show? it was terrible.
2: It was fun though. It was a good first experience. It was super DIY. Uh-huh. Uh, we played at like a friend's coffee shop in Denver. We played at a DIY space in Albuquerque, which was actually my favorite. Um, was that Dark Matter?
0: No, no, that, that, was, that Nashville. was
2: Nashville. Oh, that's so terrible! I'm forgetting the name of it. How, many, it's how a many? Really dates cool space, seven. Yeah, we spread it out. Like uh, we spent some time in each place. It was
0: probably the easiest tour we're ever going to yeah. do.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like two weeks. We played like seven shows.
2: Yeah. That was, was great. Too, that though. is like,
1: yeah. yeah, that's a nice little But you got to know what you're doing to know that's the way to do it. I thought
2: it, I thought it was impossible cuz at that time we hadn't released any music yet. Right. We just had like some of my or the old stuff, the old project. Um but somehow put it together and it was great. People came out. Really? I think there was one show mm-hmm. where there were only two people there. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest like the the spaces were really great at oh. bringing the crowd and they were good people
0: only one oh, yeah. of the songs survived though really? that, and that was still, still. So, yeah. the, the rest were, were written in more or less the same way but with like mm-hmm. better guitars and oh. and since yeah okay. and once we landed in new york and then uh, we we started playing a lot with a live drummer mm-hmm. okay and this, we, we knew we wanted to record the music uh, once we had written a few more songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we were looking for a live drummer and tried a few different people out and settled on uh, Ricky, who's been playing... Who... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who, who has the long hair, good-looking... Rock and roll drummer,
0: long oh, yeah. hair depending on the on yeah, the time of year. It's it's right. kind of okay. like it's kind of like a season.
1: Okay, so mid long to long, like, yeah,
0: it's super short to oh, long. Yeah, he cut he, it. he just goes like nothing and then grows it all the way out. Okay, yeah, and that's then
1: back. Great. Well, I mean, for a drummer, yeah, mm-hmm. I get you want to have short hair sometimes to kind of bob your head around, and you want to have long hair to bob your head around too. That's right. Um, uh,
2: yeah, so he's he was fantastic and has been with us since, and he recorded the EP with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we just started playing as much as we could. I think yeah. we ended up playing, like, 20-plus shows last year in New York. Okay.
1: yeah.
2: And so before, branched out a bit.
1: Before we get to that, because, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys have played pretty much ev- everywhere around the city. Um, so I guess my question okay. was... Um, <clears throat> Uh you guys engineered the first DP?
2: Partially. Uh-huh. Yeah, for the most part we did. Yeah. And
1: yeah. does that mean you guys sort of had the songs, put them together and um then involved somebody else? We what, what, we had, because they were written or were they written? Mm-hmm. Like, we had played it? all
0: these songs do, like, right. a, yeah, dozens of times yeah. before we went into the studio. Yeah.
2: yeah. So they were written um, and we kind of produced then along the way as we were as, recording as were them. As
1: were sketching them uh, or like
2: as Yeah, as we were really recording them and, mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. Yeah, we, we,
0: we made whole self-recorded like in our practice space demos. Yeah. With, with everything and gone through like a whole round of our attempt at producing and mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically just like got better mics and better mm-hmm. gear in proper studios and so better it was, sounds.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And, and so, because it was so it was produced by George Elbrecht. Yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, yeah. but that okay. is awesome. So, did you guys go into the studio with him? Um, Not
2: for the EP. Um, he, he, he mixed.
0: He just mixed it. So okay. we, yeah. w- we produced it and he mixed.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Cool. Cool.
2: More info on him later. He's working with us right now again as well. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. He's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say, you know, I was because I'd heard of him and I don't know how long he's been around, but um, I've noticed his name, um, and you know. Uh, listening to his stuff, there's a lot of connections. I can see the sort of at least in terms of noise, there's a lot of sort of uh, similarities. um.
2: Yeah, I think when we were finding a mixing engineer, I did not think this was possible. I guess I didn't think a lot was possible, but clearly it is. Uh Um, We basically were just like, who are like top mixing engineers? We went through records that we loved and you know, found the names and we're like, okay, who like, let's just try to reach out to these people yep. and see if they like it or would want to work with us. And um so we reached out to his manager and she's awesome, Laura. Um and he dug the music and wanted to work with us. And okay. we were very, very shocked, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like that's a really smart way to go about um things in terms of like you know doing the simplest step uh, making your own creative decisions and just going with what uh, makes most sense sometimes it works for the best Um, and you know I feel like the similarities you guys have with him are sort of distortion, noise how that becomes sort of a harmonic device how Mm -hmm. sort of it informs the context of of what you're hearing Mm -hmm. and um you know what did you guys connect on with him um, uh, when you were discussing the record? Were, was the, how did um, how did he approach it? And um, I guess my question is: Was there anything you guys sort of brought to his attention that you uh, that he brought to the table? And that kind of brought out those similarities in your sounds. Or I'm not really asking the question the right way, but <laughs> tell us about how you guys worked with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we wanted him for a few specific projects that he had been in, involved in, um, and we didn't know that much about him or his work other than that he worked with No Joy, Japanese Breakfast, uh-huh, uh-huh. Tamarin.
2: yeah, Wild Nothing,
0: Wild Nothing. Uh, they're and,
2: all incredible records yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: although I don't think you had done the Wild Nothing record yet oh maybe not maybe not but I don't know it's still a good record <laughs> yeah but I mean it, and especially like No Joy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Tamron uh, just like sonically are pretty like right down the middle of what we were going for mm-hmm. um, and you know having somebody who did both is like perfect and that's that like yeah. you know shoegaze dream pop yeah post punk kind of thing yeah um mm-hmm. so we always knew that he would get what we were going for mm-hmm. and we 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 went a pretty far way to to show him what we wanted by as we were saying we like did our own mixes mm-hmm. and those were pretty close i mean they sounded terrible <laughs> because we are mixing engineers but they were pretty close to, like, the concept mm-hmm. that we were going for. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, he, he said he was going to start... We were actually back in, in California, and he said he was going to start mixing, and then, like, later that day, he sent us something, <laughs> yeah. and it was, it was he like, it mind-blowingly good. Yeah. Okay. I was like, y- you spent two hours. How is right. this... How is it so good? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, you didn't have to say anything. You yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, which, is, which is why we're, we're you know working with him again yeah
1: that's dope mm-hmm. it's, it's great um, and you guys are playing have played with him or are, are playing with
2: him yeah we played with him uh, he was out here I was that a couple weeks ago now a couple weekends ago and uh-huh. we played at Alphaville with him um, actually mainly because he came out to record the drums with us okay. to help because he's going to be kind of co-producing and mixing the record that we're working on yeah um, and he wanted to be here for the drum session, and he put together a show while he was out here. Okay, so that's yeah, great. It was great.
1: Damn, that's that's a nice way to uh, like get creative. Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna play some um, some other music from uh, that'll from acts that'll be playing at uh, New Colossus Festival, and uh, we'll be right back with No Swoon uh, to hear about um, uh, a little bit more about their live show. Um, so playing now, uh, factory, factory release, sorry, by the Ferdy Main off uh, the album called Ferdy Main.
4: of the fog, I'm an old beggar, old beggar, you want a factory, an army in time, it'll sit right down, an army in time, it'll pass right through you, through you, take a step back and realize that, you want to factory. about
1: ...to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, Just a little announcement. Uh, If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're on your run... ...or if you're in your car or you're on the go... ...you can uh, download our free app on the Google Store... ...the Android Store uh, or the Apple Store for free. Uh, Just a little reminder. We're in the studio with No Swoon... ...who are playing Wednesday night at Pianos. yeah. For the opening party of a new Colossus Fest, um, with Miranda and the Beat um, and a couple, a bunch of other bands, um, should be really exciting. So uh, we were just talking about um, the first EP, uh, uh, which uh, we played uh, three songs off uh, EP one. Um, so uh, I wanted to ask a you guys a tiny bit uh, about um, sort of the shows you guys have been playing since the release of the EP. Uh, I know you guys went to D.C. I know you guys played at um, in Boston at uh, in a, what looked like a Japanese restaurant. You,
2: uh, you, you guys <laughs> that can... was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A-
1: Asian fusion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looked cool. I will say that.
2: They were super nice there.
1: Yeah. So how, how did that happen?
2: Super randomly, uh-huh. we got, got an email, an email <laughs> no. like a week before, really? and they were like, "We have a last minute opening. We'll pay you X amount. Can you come play?" And we were like, "Okay." And from us, like the pictures, it looked like there was like a stage, uh-huh. at least and, a little and, thing. And boys like
0: like b- Boy Toy had okay, yeah, bands yeah. like yeah. Yeah. And, like so Boy like, Toy had uh-huh. played.
2: Yeah, so, sure. Why so it, not? Lo- it
1: looked like a really. Cool thing. Yeah. I'm sure on paper. Yeah. I mean I it, it looks cool as well. So how did it how did it turn out? <laughs> it was weird.
2: It was weird, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh so basically they just like move tape restaurant tables out of the way okay. and set up a little thing and they bring in a sound guy. Mm-hmm.
0: But like they, they bring in speakers. they bring in a sound guy with like a mixing board and yeah. mic cables. They like bring in the back line yeah. and set it up like thirty minutes before you're set. Yeah. And, and we thought we were going to be added to a bill, but it was just us. Right. Oh, wow. And, you know, our set is 30 minutes. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then on top of that, it was in the middle of a Red Sox game that oh, yeah. was going and, and late. It's, it's oh,
0: It's next door to Fenway Park. Yes. Yeah.
2: So, okay. Yeah. It oh, was wow. pretty empty. Was... <laughs> so so I,
0: I think we played to, like, one family that was trying to ignore us and eat dinner, <laughs> yeah. and then they left halfway through. And then at that point, we were actually playing. To nobody
2: oh well yeah to the people who worked
0: there. yeah well i guess they count as people
2: yeah <laughs> yes they count as people <laughs> but yeah and oh, then wow. the red sox game ended and as our set ended and everyone flooded in <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they yeah. were like, like, you can play again if
2: you want yeah, we're we're like, like, oh, we have to drive back to new york right now <laughs> yeah um,
0: <laughs> i had to open
1: the next day
2: yeah it was wild yeah i've yeah. had
1: experiences where you know you end up playing your set four times or five times um and uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, in Boston you can't, you know, baseball. You can't, you can't really fight if that. It, if
0: it goes to extra innings, yeah. know, it's, it's Actually, over. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, you guys. So you guys have been at other shows. You guys went to D.C. You played mm-hmm. at Slash Run.
2: Yeah, that was the cool spot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A little DIY uh-huh. sort of dive bar.
2: Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, cool vibes.
1: Good and. Yeah, sorry, sorry, cut <laughs> you off. Yeah. Um, and so um, and yeah, you guys uh, followed up with a, a show in LA, mm-hmm. first show in LA um, at the Echo. Uh, yeah, which is you know kind of a cool venue. So, how was it for you guys? Was it um, was it uh, a bit different than maybe what you've played uh, in New York, like Babies, how how would you, I mean, I don't want you to compare or sort of um, throw shade, but how was that <laughs> show specifically, I guess, and what was the experience like? New York
0: is much better than LA. Yeah,
1: for, hey, yeah. You know what? And <laughs> I, 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 Not I true. Have, <laughs> I have heard that for live shows because how do you get people...
2: You bring your big family, which is what happened. Right. right. <laughs> I think like half the audience was my family because it was uh, our first show out there. Right. Um, In my, like, home state, which was really cool. So, Mm you know, my mom was there and aunts and everyone, basically, which was a lot of fun. But it was a cool space. We played for a part-time punks residency that they have there Uh every uh, Sunday. And they were so nice. Really, really cool people. Um, And, yeah, there was a really good crowd there. No, It it was was fun. It it was great. Yeah.
1: It It was really great. It seems like you guys, like... um Yeah, have a good, you know, kind of have a good uh, sort of foot in the scene. You guys kind of don't, you know, kind of get over your heads and you kind of play every venue that's around here. You guys, you know, I was stalking your Instagram. (laughs) You know, you guys are buddies with half of the bands you play with. Mm -hmm. I think that's very cool. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily first reflex when you move to New York not like sort of the state of mind that you take on sometimes.
2: Um, I mean, we really have to thank uh, our drummer Ricky for that, because both Zach and I are very much introverts. <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, Ricky is such a loving, outgoing personality, gets along with everyone, and mm-hmm. had he's friends with Tom, who booked us for this new Colossus Festival, okay. and just kind of made friends within that, and ended up playing a lot of shows with all these super
1: cool bands. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, talking about Instagram, I saw that, uh, you guys, um, don't waste your time when you're traveling and you like going to bookstores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it seems like you've gone to many, uh, different cool bookstores. So you've gone to a bookstore in Paris, mm-hmm. um, uh, where else? Uh,
0: Basically, ev- everywhere we go. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we We have a bookstore tour. Yeah. Uh, the hashtag.
1: Hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> bookstore tour.
0: Yeah. It's quite, yeah. It's quite nerdy. We, yeah. I, I think it's yeah. cool. Thank
1: you. I think it's cool.
2: We Yeah. We love books. Mm-hmm. That's why we made bookmarks.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's one of our, our merch items.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? Basically, just started because no, literally anytime we travel anywhere we go... We go to at least one, if not more uh-huh. bookstores. So
1: what what is the what would you say is the funnest bookstore or coolest bookstore you've been to?
2: Hmm. Oh man. My favorite is always city lights in San Francisco. Oh, that's really good. Okay. I spent time living there anyway, so that has a special place in my heart. Okay. But few, there's so many good few
0: ones. bookstores can beat Shakespeare and yeah, Coda I mean. in, in yeah. Paris. Yeah. On, I mean just, just yeah. the history. I mean Sylvia Beach and it's beautiful It's pretty yeah. yeah Pretty great Yeah
1: So you You guys have You guys have, uh, you guys have um, Traveled a lot Played across the country And Now You guys are Working on the first album Mm-hmm. It was recorded at the bunker um, Tell us about um, The The what to expect or not really what to expect but what was that like and um I guess you guys recorded the, the first EP uh in a studio um did this come uh, come along did this uh, did the bunker come along with kind of a different approach or do you guys feel like you're very much sort of um sort of kind of uh still pushing uh uh an idea that 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 is kind of similar to the EP, I guess?
2: I think we're we're always trying to evolve a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when we wrote the EP, we pretty much wrote what we were limited to playing live. Mm-hmm. And this time, we didn't really want that to be an obstacle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so we kind of just wanted to make the best songs that we could make, regardless of how many or how little parts there were. Mm-hmm. So... It's definitely going to be a little more intricate mm-hmm. in parts. Um, we recorded drums at Bunker Studios. We recorded guitars and some bass at Dodge 112. We're still recording. Uh, we're like yeah. in the thick of it pretty much every weekend. Yeah, I we, just finished vocals at our house. <laughs> we were
0: recording since like before we got in right. the car to oh, come yeah. here. <laughs> okay. We're like
2: in, cool. in the thick of it. Yeah. Damn. Okay. But um, but George Elbrecht is kind of co-producing this one, which is great. We have a constant conversation with okay. him going on, mm-hmm. uh, sending him as we record and getting his ideas and feedback, which is really awesome.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So this is this time you would say it's a bit more of a collab. You're taking your collaboration with him to sort of a kind of deeper, deeper, whoops, deeper level. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's the same basic uh, process where we kind of self-produced full-fledged demos uh-huh. and mixed them. Um, so the arrangements going into the studio were done, but he's going to have a much bigger hand in like sculpting and the sounds and uh-huh. kind of giving direction to some of the vibes and, and whatnot.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. And we collaborated with Robbie Gonzalez on uh-huh. drums this time, and he yeah, brought was- some really cool... Cool was amazing stuff. yeah he's cool. incredible so okay it'll be good
1: great so a lot of cool drums to, to expect <laughs> um, and uh, some more uh, cool vibes on the new record um, so guys thanks so much for coming in tonight yeah, really thanks appreciate for having your us. time yeah. uh, was really fun um so uh, we're gonna leave you guys with a couple of songs um and, um, just before we leave, so you guys have the new LP coming out, uh, at some point.
2: sometime this year, yeah. <laughs> end of summer, early fall is what we're aiming for. So okay. We'll yeah. See. Cool. yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. So <laughs> I, 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 like that. Um, sit tight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, and uh, so you guys will be playing Wednesday at mm-hmm. Pianos for the New Colossus kickoff party. And you also are playing in April? Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're with, playing. Oh, go
0: ahead. With uh, Lena Tolgren. Yeah. And uh, a Seattle band, Red, Red
2: something. Red Ribbon? I think. Yeah, Red oh, Ribbon. Oh, we'll oh, we'll yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. terrible of us not to know, but it's secret project robot yeah
1: okay that'd yeah. be a fun April show April 11th at a uh, secret project robot mm-hmm. um, that it definitely sounds like a cool show yeah yeah, yeah. Um, cool thanks so much guys yeah, have for a good night and we'll leave you off with a tragic carpet ride by Yas off a uh, single of the same name tragic carpet ride thanks for listening